0: Welcome to World Domination. Disclaimer, the views expressed in this episode are for comedic effect. They should not be taken as advice, as opinions held by the people saying them, or before bedtime. No whales were harmed in the making of this production, though I can assure you one of them certainly thought about it.
1: What are we doing tonight?
2: The same thing we do every night.
1: Try and take over the world.
0: Are you guys sure you know what you're doing?
2: Welcome to World Domination, everyone. I'm your host and all glory to the Hypno Gym.
1: <laughs> oh. Nice. Oh, Hello, everyone. I am your host, the Mind Controller. Excellent. <laughs> I'm
0: going to need to get myself new friends. Hey! <laughs> hey. hey. Uh, but what's your puns. name, though? <laughs> <laughs> Emma. How is everyone tonight? Look, I'm I'm a little bit sick, so I do apologize to, to all of our our listeners. Um the uh, the cold winter weather has finally gotten to me. But uh, yeah, so I apologize for any for sounding like a man. There's there's two men and a female on this podcast. <laughs> tonight it may sound like three men.
1: Yep. I'm I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to be away from these two because they've been coughing all night.
0: How how's everybody's day been? It's been okay. Yeah. Good, good. It hasn't been that busy at work recently, which is been just fine with me. As, as you guys know, I resigned from my job last week, so today, like, first day back in the office since resigning, it's always that awkwardness of, who knows, and like, oh, I can't really pick up more work, and it's kind of like, uh, what do I do? Oh,
1: Did they think you were sick or ju- uh, or uh, just sad that you're leaving?
0: What, because I was crying in the middle of the office?
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Both>. <laughs> no, it's just Emma. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, worry about her. Uh, it's, just, it's just the same
0: as every other day. That's fine. It's just, it's just her two o'clock
2: cry. It's fine. <laughs> you watch in three minutes. She'll go and get a coffee.
0: <laughs> Everything's
2: fine. Uh, so today we're talking about mind control. So when we're talking about mind control, we're obviously pretty self-explanatory. Is <laughs> that's the thing? I feel like it's not. It's, I feel like it's not uh, that self-explanatory. It's controlling the mind. It's controlling the mind, but like how you do it. Is well, that's probably... the thing.
0: I mean, the human brain is—it's such a. Well, like we're not going to be talking about like telekinesis. No, well, that's not. That's not real. Exactly. That's we're like... talking about real life examples, and we, I mean, I don't know. I haven't met everybody in the world. There may be people out there with powers like that. We don't know. Ooh. Have you met every single person?
2: Let's move into some real-life examples.
0: Do you know what? I've got a fun fact for you all. Right, I'm yeah. full of fun facts. Ooh. Did you know that um, brainwashing, which is obviously mind control kind of thing, um, developed in the 1950s to explain how Chinese government appeared to make people cooperate with them? Ooh. It was the Chinese.
2: Wait, the Chinese came up with the term.
0: I don't know if they came up with the term, but I feel like because they were just, like, appearing to make everybody was just like, yeah, let's just go with whatever you guys are doing, that everybody was like, how are you doing this? So it became, like, known as brainwashing. Mm. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, the first thing when you open up brainwashing in Wikipedia, uh, there's a picture of a guy uh, (laughs) who's protesting in Hong Kong. And he has a washing machine helmet on his on his head. He's clearly being brainwashed. Yeah, he's clearly being brainwashed right now. Imagine like the most Asian dad
2: protester you can think of, and then look at that image. <laughs> yeah, that's.
0: Uh, him. Yep,
2: that's pretty yep. dad. Two questions. First off, how familiar were the two of you with MK Ultra before researching today? I'd And how never familiar heard of it. are you now?
0: I've have n- never heard of it, and vaguely. <laughs> yeah, I uh,
1: never heard of it before, but now I uh, now I know much more, and I'm much more paranoid. So some people think the name MK Ultra comes
2: from something else that the CIA did. So Ultra was a CIA program and they had a predecessor program where they would, do you guys know what a honeypot is? No, what's a honeypot. No. In espionage, a honeypot is when you coerce or kind of set up a situation where somebody has sex with someone. Right. And then you either record it or take photos or whatever, and then you can use that as leverage against that person later.
0: Oh Right okay. So like a PI
2: In all of those movies Yeah So the CIA Had a honeypot program Where they would Drug people with LSD While they were having sex
0: <laughs> Thanks America
2: Yeah And that was called Operation Midnight Climax <laughs> <laughs>
0: And we thought only the Japanese came up with great names. Come <laughs> that on. was exactly Come what on. I was thinking. <laughs>
2: that is a top-notch name, gold star name.
0: And, you know, like, there's some, right, people that,
2: there's some people that think the name MK comes from Midnight Climax Ultra.
0: Oh, so they're really good at spelling.
2: Yeah, MK was just their abbreviation for their technical services wing of the CIA, and Ultra just means Ultra Top Secret. Oh, yeah. Because so it's, it's just, like, technical services program, Dash Ultra, top secret. Mm. But uh, MK Ultra was a program that went on for about twenty odd years, where the CIA tried to find out whether they could mind control people using drugs.
0: The answer is yes, yeah,
2: to some <laughs> extent. So, like, there are a couple of different ways that they did it. One way they did it was like they would dose you up with LSD and then just repeat something over and over and over again until oh, your body, until you had like just the worst trip and just assumed that what was being repeated was true.
0: Oh god. Yep.
2: So like there was one guy that they um they strapped him down in a room, dosed him up on LSD and just played the sentence you're responsible for your mother's death.
0: Oh shit.
2: On repeat for days. Oh
0: god. <clears throat>
2: yeah some that messed up guy. shit that's fucked up god yeah another thing supposedly they would do was that they would you know that simpsons episode wait where what I happened to it?
1: that guy i need to know
2: I, I don't know either okay the problem with project mk ultra is that after the watergate hearing started and everybody was like concerned about like bad things the government was doing mm-hmm. the leader of the cia ordered all documents about mk ultra to be destroyed and the only ones that we have left are ones that were misfiled Right. Misfire. Yeah. Okay. But another thing they used to do, supposedly, you know that you know that episode of The Simpsons where Homer becomes a, a long haul truck driver? Sure do. You know that the part where he gets like the can of sleeping pills and the can of pep pills? <laughs> they basically used to do that. They would put an IV of sleeping chemicals in one arm and they would put an IV of methamphetamines in the other arm. Oh my arm. God.
0: <laughs> how, just, how did these people survive?
2: Um, apparently oh. the people who like, had this happen to them just became completely incoherent. and sometimes you could get useful information out of them just by like badgering them you could like just ask the same question over and over and over again and these people were like so delirious that like there's a chance that they would just answer you accidentally
1: oh apparently there were like 80 institutions involved in this uh this this whole project and that's yeah yeah. it it was
2: crazy elaborate like so many people involved in this
1: and like completely illegal yep super dodgy people weren't aware they were getting experimented on
2: even cia agents weren't aware that they were being drugged (laughs) and at the start when they started testing it they would get like 12 people in a room and they would have two observers and like just 10 people who would who knew that they were getting drugged and towards the end of the program they would just like drug people whenever they felt like it oh no being drugged was like an occupational hazard for cia agents (laughs) (laughs) What a time to be alive! Oh man, can you imagine working in the CIA in the '60s? The same guy who ran MK Ultra was the same guy who tried to kill uh, Fidel Castro with an exploding sh- seashell.
0: But I did, but I did read something about it that um, I think, from memory, it was in the experimenting on Canadians part of the Wikipedia page. <laughs> so oh. you know, it's an interesting. Section. Oh, I love but when Wikipedia were... pages have that section. Yeah. Is that what you look for? Yeah. Um but no that they part of it was that they were trying to um correct schizophrenia hmm. by like trying to erase existing memories and things like that, which mm-hmm. look I feel like we've talked about this in, in, in past um episodes, but you know, there's that little bit of they're kinda trying to do something good with their very evil. <laughs> yeah. It's- Mostly it's just to fuck people up, but you know, there's always that one little bit where they're like, let's try and help people too.
2: Like, I can see the reason why they did it. Like, the reason why they did it was because they wanted to see, A, if it was possible to get information out of Russians without, like, having to torture them. Yeah, but
0: why don't they test it on Russians then? Why don't they test it on their own people or the poor Canadians? They had Canadians handy. They didn't have Russians handy. What, they, what did um, Canada do?
2: And they also wanted to see whether whether it was possible that the Russians could do the same thing to Americans.
0: Yeah, fair. I'm not condoning it at all. I feel like that sounds like me being very like, yeah, all right, cool. Emma's <laughs> on uh, yeah. board now. Um, <laughs> but,
2: you know, this sort of like chemical, it's, it's not chemical warfare, but this sort of like use of drugs throughout warfare isn't, you know, all that uncommon. Like the British had a plan during World War II because like they couldn't get, they couldn't poison Hitler because Hitler had like a poison taster for his food. The plan was to dose his food with estrogen so he became more effeminate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes
2: because estrogen wouldn't kill the poison tester the plan was that hopefully if they could feed him estrogen he'd be less likely to make aggressive decisions was the
0: logic do you know how long he would wait after the poison tester tasted the food I don't because I, I was just thinking like you could just have like a something that takes a while to hit the system
2: yeah like cyanide cyanide takes like half an hour sometimes yeah true
0: we'll cyanide comes up later in the show uh uh-huh. Ooh. Hi. So, how much do you guys know?
2: Like, the next three on the list are all basically the same thing. So, how much do you guys know about that, about those?
0: Yeah, little story. bits about each. Yep. The story of old mate Patricia Hurst. Good old Patty. Good old Patty Hurst.
2: Granddaughter of the person for whose Citizen Kane is. Um, modeled after. Oh, ah,
0: fun fact! Yeah. Thanks, Jimmy. So the story. So Patty Hearst. So she was um, kidnapped from her Berkeley University apartment when she was nineteen, I think it was. Um, mm-hmm. And but yeah. So she was she was abducted, and then um, I think it was a couple of years later that they found her. And during the time that she had been away, she had obviously been, as we're talking about, brainwashed and um, committed a whole bunch of different crimes and things like that. And so it all ca- came under. Um, scrutiny when she was on on trial for all of these. I think that's kind of when the whole brainwashing thing kind of came into it of, well, because I think the legal definition was something around um, if people are capable of knowing the the difference between right and wrong then yeah. they're of sound mind and therefore during that time she she doesn't actually have a mental disability a mental disorder or anything like that so technically she was of sound mind and should be tried for her crimes and i, I it was yeah one of those things where they um started talking about well actually because of the devastating you know the shit that, that people were trying to do to her i think they were abusing her um raping her everything like that they realized that actually it's a form of brainwashing that she kind of wasn't in her right right mind when she was actually doing the doing the crimes because it was for fear of her life Hmm. so it's an interesting one i think it really started to to bring about what is brainwashing and what actually is of right mind and you know um, people's capability to do things yeah
1: yeah she got convicted for bank robbery and got served uh, 35 years in prison
0: but yeah. then yeah, yeah they
1: you know I think they took all that into account so they reduced it to 7 years and then they pardoned her uh later. Yeah.
2: Jimmy yeah. Carter commuted her sentence to time served. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bill Clinton pardoned her on his last day in office. Oh
0: okay. Good cool one Bill. Yeah. Yeah.
2: One good thing you did.
0: Anyway, yeah, so that's that's Patty Hearst, but um yeah, I think the other two are quite similar, and fun fact: they're all um, done in San Francisco, so don't go there, kids.
2: I mean, Jonestown wasn't.
0: Well, no, the original head office. That's true. Yeah. Was in Was in San Francisco. Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. The next two we have are the Manson family and the Jonestown massacre, and we'll kind of we're kind of going long on this, so we'll probably try and speed this this part up a bit. But The Manson family, uh, Charles Manson, psycho, famous for having a swastika carved on his forehead, yep. and also for you know
0: masterminding. The murder of Sharon Tate. And apparently being like the reincarnation of Jesus.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he was convinced that the Beatles song Helter Skelter was prophesizing a revolution where black Americans would kill white Americans in a, you know, racial revolution genocide thing. Um, interestingly enough, that song is about going down a slippery dip. <laughs>
0: Little, little bit different.
2: What's a slippery dip? A slide. Oh, okay. The song is called Helter Skelter. A Helter Skelter is a British word for slide. Ah. Um But yeah, he had what what he called his family, which was basically a group of like twenty something girls and guys who he he convinced <laughs> he convinced them he was basically the second coming of Christ and convinced them to murder people, which you know.
0: Oh, when in Rome. You know,
2: he kind of exploited the whole hippie subculture. Yeah. He actually wrote, you know. Recorded a song with the Beach Boys at one point. <laughs> did he? Yeah. Wow. He like lived in one of the Beach Boys' house for a while. And the, apparently the Beach Boys just could not get rid of him. I mean, yeah. Again, I mean, he's he, the second
1: coming of Christ, you know. Yeah.
2: You can't just tell him to get out. Well,
0: yeah. You, you can, he just won't go.
2: Yeah. But he he did all of the, the same tricks, you know, like abusing and, you know. Yeah reinforcing behaviours on like his family, as he called them. Yeah. To get them to do what he wanted.
0: It's almost like they like these these situations they like lure the people in through all these look at all these great things that we'll be doing, living that hippie lifestyle which was obviously very mm. big in the sixties. Mm. Um yep. and it kind of just falls into Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Yep. It's just, well, you know, you reach a point where, well, this is life now. Uh
2: and then the last one is the Jonestown massacre, which is where what did they call themselves the temple of what now the people's temple, which was a Christian cult started by Reverend Jim Jones, who was, you know, one of these evangelical priests in the U S uh, Jim. Jim? Yeah. No relation.
0: Oh, (laughs) just have a similar first name, (laughs) similar
2: first names. Yes. Similar. (laughs) Mine's actually spelled G Y M. (laughs) Um, but he started this church. And what he would do is he would make people sign all of their money over to him when they wanted to join the church. So yep. he had huge amounts of money under his control and he would collect incriminating things about them. Like he would make them write down their deepest, darkest secrets and then hand them over to him as collateral if they ever tried to leave the church. So he could blackmail them.
1: Wait a minute. This church sounds like a cult. It was a cult. Oh. Spoilers. Um, yeah,
0: spoiler alert. It, it is. Oh. It definitely is. <laughs>
1: Uh,
2: and when the Feds started to catch on to him, uh, he told everyone, "Guess what? We're moving to Guyana because they don't have an extradition treaty with the U.S."
0: Yay, Guyana! And so
2: they all moved to Guyana, to like the Amazon rainforest.
0: Yeah, I think they were promised like a pretty lucrative lifestyle and how great it was all going to be. And then they get there and they're like, uh, uh, "This isn't exactly what I told it was going to be." <laughs> yeah, it was the it was the Amazon rainforest and like a
2: real unfertile patch of the Amazon rainforest, if you can imagine that.
0: Yep. Oh. That sounds
1: terrible.
2: Yeah, it was bad. And you know, he wouldn't let people ride home, but he convinced them that they were living in this socialist utopia. He, he would he would run these rituals where he would they would do a pretend ritual suicide. Yeah, which is fucked up in and of itself. Um, how do you pretend?
0: Yeah, what did they call it? it was the White Night? White knights. wasn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, he would claim, "Oh, the the capitalist pigs are coming for us. Now is the time. You've got four choices. We can we can move again." We can fight them. We can run into the rainforest or we can kill ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> o- okay. Yeah. And, like, he would put it up to a oh, vote what? in these white knights. And then they oh. would... Sometimes they would vote for, like, a fake ritual suicide.
0: Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, eventually people decided <laughs> to check up on them, including a US congressman from California. And some people tried to defect and then she'd hit the fan uh they ended up killing the congressman and Ooh. they knew that that was the end and so jim jones commanded everyone to kill themselves by actually committing suicide for realsies this
0: time oh, for realsies. That's, oh that's but i terrible. think a lot of people that weren't actually in the temple at the time thought it was a rehearsal so they were like yeah cool all right cool we'll, we'll join in yeah and then cool cool ac- give me that give me that sweet sweet kool-aid <laughs> Give me that Kool-Aid. Yeah, this is
2: where the, the phrase drink the Kool-Aid comes from.
0: Don't drink the Kool-Aid, kids. Oh, what? Don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid, kids. If anybody ever offers you Kool-Aid, don't drink it. <laughs> okay. But... Like, like such a refreshing drink. Yeah, <laughs> but I know that there was like, yeah, obviously people didn't know it was, they thought it was another white night rehearsal um, and then yeah, joined in and they they kind of died. But also, you know, as as you can imagine, you know, it all sounds all fantastic and great and look how awesome we all are and we're doing it for the, for the greater good and all of this. And then once it started happening and people actually saw people on the ground, fit, like actually dying, they realized, oh shit, um, and tried to get out and... They had armed guards with machine guns. Yeah, didn't work. Yeah. But I, I think the research showed that um, the poison caused cause death for kids within about five minutes. Mm-hmm. Obviously less for, for babies and infants and stuff and 20 to 30 minutes for adults. So mm-hmm. you can just imagine how terrible that half an hour would have been. Yeah. Just, I would have been absolutely... Ugh. I don't even want to think about it. But I think the first people that... Because um, I think there's a recording of it as well. Yeah. Um, of when it all started. And I listened to a little bit of it before. And it's just intense. But yeah, the first um, people to, to drink that Kool-Aid was a, a mother and her one-year-old child. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's messed up. Aww. Like, you can you can only imagine how, like, brainwashed and how absolutely... Trusting. Into all of... Yeah, trusting, I guess. Yeah, that you would have been to, to do that. It's just... Ugh. Get you right in the feels. It's probably for the best that the name Jim hasn't
2: been ruined like the name Adolf has by this.
0: <laughs> There's just too many Jims around.
2: Yeah. Luckily, there weren't that many Adolfs. Yeah, they, they usually
0: stick to Germany. Who knows
2: anything about Neuralink?
0: Oh,
1: I looked
2: this.
0: I have no idea. When I clicked on that link, it took me to a freaking website that was like, we'll be up soon. I have no mm-hmm. idea what it is. Mm hmm. What is it?
1: Do you know about this, Ken? I looked this up, it was so cool. What is it? Neuralink, an integrated brain machine interface with thousands of channels. What? This is the the patron saint of the pod, Elon Musk's new project.
0: The patron saint of the pod? <laughs> yeah. Is that who we worship?
1: Based on my understanding, it's a way to uh, upload your brain into a machine.
0: Oh, no, Not thank you. Not quite that much. Not quite that much.
1: What it is, it's like
2: it's a really fine metal mesh that they lay over the top of the motor cortex of your brain No thanks. so that you can control robot limbs. If you happen to be a quadriplegic or whatever, Mm. which, you know, that that's its stated goal, but you know, because Elon Musk is Elon Musk, he's also talked about the fact that it might be able to send signals back into your brain. Nope. Hmm.
0: Nope. Nope. This is like those bloody Google or phone like contact lenses that they're starting to bloody come up with. Nope. I don't want any of that. Oh, I'm so ready for that. No, thank you. I'm really excited
2: for stuff like this in, like, stuff like Neuralink in theory. Mm. Like in theory, I think it could do a lot of good.
0: No, I feel like this just leaves to, like, leads to us being overrun by AI. And I'm just not for it.
2: You could have said the same thing about smartphones 20 years ago, but now, like, we can't no, live without but them. but that's
0: not inside of me. Um, and I know that Google is apparently always listening, and my mm-hmm. parents have sent me articles on that, And <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I should always turn it off. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, like, I'm not, I get it, I, and I appreciate what you're meaning, with coming where you're coming from with that phones 20 years ago, whatever, but I'm just not for putting stuff in my eyes or in my body or inserting it anywhere under my skin or whatever. Like, I just not, not nah. No. I don't want no. to be overrun by a robot. I'm
2: so ready. As soon as it's like viable, I'm all on board for that.
0: Mm. No, well, you know what? When you get when you get run over by a bloody robot, don't yeah, come no. crawling. No, 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 no. You know what the good thing is? I like I can't wait to
2: upload my brain into a computer so that I have it like a restore point.
1: <laughs> well. Re- right. Restore point? Yeah. Why would you need a restore point?
2: I mean maybe oh, that
0: maybe that'll guess, help yeah. for people with dementia and things like that. Yeah, oh. like w- Looks like, like that. Movie. Bo- looks like you're
2: booting up a new gym. Would you like to restore this from an iCloud backup or an <laughs> iTunes backup? <laughs> oh, can she you made ma- a huge mistake? Do you know what?
0: Actually, in that though, you could like save something now, then listen to a new song, and then be like, "That was that was bloody great," and then be like, "You know what? I'm going to restore back to then and hear it again for the first time." Ooh.
2: Yeah, but presumably I'd I'm also still not lose board, all of the then. other memories of that time.
0: I mean, no. I'm I'm meaning like I was thinking like a day later, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. There's
2: a lot of opportunities here. It's terrifying. You're right because the brain is essentially a bag of chemicals that learnt how to talk about itself.
0: Yep. Anyway,
2: self-aware.
0: All right, it's creeping me out. Moving on to dominating rating. Dominating rating. (laughs) So the first movie on our list tonight is Zoolander. Great film. Fantastic. And I actually want to say it's one of the most heavily quoted movies in my family. Like, even my parents, like, the amount of times, anytime anybody coughs, it's. I think I have to black a clown. Like, all the time.
1: I did that cough in the biological weapons episode.
0: <laughs> like, for, straight up, because even my um, my niece now, every time she coughs, like, we just say that to her and she just looks at us like, I'm actually sick. What are like, you guys doing? what the fuck doing? are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I don't get it. What are you doing? <laughs> this movie's um, too old for me. Yeah. So, anyway, so Zoolander is a, about a ridiculously good-looking um, guy <laughs> who is a model, and he's basically a washed-up old model and um he basically gets called back to it again and uh, he thinks that he's coming back into being part of the spotlight and all that kind of stuff he's been over overrun by Hansel and um what uh what is his name Will Ferrell's character he basically takes a Zoolander, Derek Zoolander, to a day spa, straps him to a chair, and he basically okay so Will Ferrell's character, I cannot remember his name right now, but he Mugatu. Mugatu. Oh my god, how <laughs> did I forget that? Mugatu wants to kill the Malaysian
2: Prime Minister. Because the Malaysian Prime Minister wants to raise taxes on clothing manufacturers. Yeah. Oh man,
0: come on Malaysia. Jeez. But so he invites him to this fancy um, fashion runway and anyway, so Derek goes to um, this day Where he is strapped to a chair and he listens to the song Relax. You know, relaxed. Don't do it wanna get to it? He, so he's listening to that song on repeat while watching a visual of like at how bad apparently that the um, Malaysian Prime Minister is and how he's like doing child labour and all these small child like babies are working in factories and all this kind of stuff. So he has been um, programmed essentially to, when he hears that song, to go into absolute fight mode and want to kill the Malaysian Prime Minister. So there's this big fashion show that's run and towards the end of it, Zoolander is obviously walking down the runway and, yeah, I think one of the best parts of that scene is when he um, stops a ninja star with the blue steel and uh, the Malaysian Prime Minister is alive. So, Mm -hmm. well done, Zoolander.
2: Woo! This movie doesn't, like, get called out enough for basically ripping off the Manchurian candidate. (laughs) The what now? Uh, The Manchurian Candidate was a book and then a movie, which is basically a non-comedy version of this. So it's about a guy who's a sleeper agent of the KGB who's been hypnotized to kill someone when he's shown the Queen of Diamonds card.
1: Oh, I always thought this movie was that movie. Like, wait, what? Like, I know it's different, but when people mention a a sleep agent, I'm just like, oh, Zoolander. Yeah. And I just just dismissed that movie completely. This missed the original movie,
2: but yeah, Zoolander is just the best. Yep, like just endlessly quotable. Yep, like oh, they're in
0: the computer. (laughs) Merman pops, Merman.
2: Such a good movie. But how do we think it goes as a as like a a world domination plan? Like I'm inclined to give it credit. It's basically ripping off one of the big like. One of the classic brainwashing texts.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, con- yeah, considering... If it
2: worked, yeah. and like MK Ultra showed that it doesn't really work mm-hmm. because you can't really convince people to do shit like that without them knowing. If it worked, it's a good plan.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Zoolander's pretty dumb. So I feel yeah. like <laughs> if you're going to pick people to, to do it, you pick the dumb ones.
1: Method's really good, but uh, a little petty.
0: <laughs> Very petty. Very petty, this... Fashion. It's fashion, darling. Being petty. So hot right now. (laughs) The Derek Zoolander Center for Kids Who Can't Read Good and Want to Learn to Do Other other Things Good Too. What is this? A center for ants? It needs to be at least three times the size. How do you expect the children to learn if they can't even fit inside the building? Derelict my balls. My God, he's right. (laughs) Oh man. Anyway, I think it's a great movie, and I do think the—I mean—the idea behind it, I think, is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I give it a thumbs up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next one on
2: our list is Get Out, and I think you wanted to talk about this one, Ken.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I watched this one very recently. So I haven't seen this one. So tell me about it. Yeah, I don't do horror movies, but like friends have recommended this one
0: yeah so we this is a spoiler zone obviously that this movie came out was it last year so um, yeah it's within it's, the five years Yeah. So, so
2: spoiler alert if you'd like to skip ahead to the point where there will be no longer any more spoilers you can skip ahead to 34 minutes and 20
0: seconds
2: if you'd like to stay with us feel free to um, but if you'd like to skip ahead feel free to
1: skip to
0: 34 minutes the
1: And now we're clear. Okay, yeah. So I watched this movie recently. Uh, amazing movie. Crazy twist at the end. Yep. Basically, uh, a couple goes back to the countryside to visit the uh, girl's family. And when they visit, um, the, you know, the the main character, the uh, the boyfriend, uh, thinks that everything's a little bit off. Little, everything's a little bit weird.
0: Sorry, I, f- I feel I do feel like you need to mention that he's black and she's white.
1: Oh, that's true. Yes, he's black <laughs> Very and
0: she's white. Part of the yeah, I don't. Yeah, even yeah, I know that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, we probably need to mention that. Yes, uh he's black and she's white, and her whole family is white. And <laughs> <laughs> usually, white people's family are. Are they? Usually, I don't. Yes, unless you've been adopted. Oh, yeah. Basically, everything's a little bit off about this family. You know, they're, uh, you know, they're like low-key racist. He goes back and they have this party, and he meets all the family friends and they're they're all you know a bit weird about it as well a bit low-key racist and uh there's a few black people in the crowd and they all act a little bit weird so you know later they find out that the um the mother can hypnotize people and the whole point of the girl bringing back uh the boyfriend was that they can hypnotize him and then like do a Brain transplant of older white people into his brain so that they control his body and um, maintain the what do you call it? What do they call it? The superiority. Anyway, they can um, get a healthy body with a with their old people mind. That's a messed up shit right there.
0: Yeah, no, it was really fucked. Like up. I get the
2: metaphor, but that's like some messed up shit.
0: Yeah, so it's basically like um, so all the all the the black people that are around the the family home are either like the gardener, the maid, the the cook, the cleaner, or they're just awkwardly standing very silently very kind of like like ridiculously out of it like they've been sedated but every so often there's a there's a there's a moment where they're like something's not quite right and he obviously is is sensing that that what like something something's not okay here something's going wrong and i think there's a couple of scenes one of the funniest scenes but also like scares the crap out of you is when he's kind of like just walking outside at night and the are like the gardener guy just is just running and he just runs at him like full pelt and you're just like what is going on and there's a couple of moments i feel where they kind of i think it's called like um you know, like, the, you know how he, like, falls into the darkness and, like, he's sort of, like, what sunken they call it, the Sunken place. Is that what it's called? The sunken place? Yeah, the sunken oh, place. Okay. The sunken place. So, yeah, there was some some weird stuff going on and, and obviously, yeah, he could tell that there was something really not right. And, yeah, the mum can hypnotise people and that sends them into what they call the sunken place, which when he starts to figure out what's going on or not, that something is really not right and something's going on. He wakes he gets hypnotized, goes into the sunken place and wakes up and he's like strapped to a chair and um there's this T V screen going and it's basically trying to tell him that
1: How the um whole process happens. Yeah. Of them replacing his brain with someone else's.
0: Yep. Yeah. So it's yeah, and I think so. so he's like sitting there strapped to a chair with his eyes like, you know, those metal things peeled open watching this screen and he's there and it's basically telling him, yeah, what's going to happen to him and what they've been doing for decades the whole family. Why would they have a movie about that? I, look, I don't know. White people, right?
1: Oh, it's like a weird little, like, infomercial. It was like so trippy.
0: Deirdre, back when she was <laughs> in her Armenian phase. Yeah. So I think it's, I think what it's trying to do, I think they're trying to prep the donors, you know, that he will, con- it tells them that he's going to continue to live in this, this sunken place or the, the dark void or whatever. Um, and he will be able to continue on as like a sort of passenger. Yeah. So that's what he, when he's watching this, he realizes that actually when he's seen those people and have their flash moments of, oh my God, something's wrong. It's actually the person who's body it actually is coming back to consciousness and taking over the the other person for the second and being like, help me. Mm So, yeah, he, he realises that it's to do with the sounds of the, um, I think when she's trying to hypnotise him, there's a teacup or something like that that yep, um, dings. Cup. So he, he realises that if he, um, it's because he hears it and that's what sends him into the sunken place. So what he does is the couch that he's sitting on, he's realised that he's dug so deep into it that he's found um, the stuffing from it. So mm-hmm. he sticks that in his ears so that the next time it goes off, he can pretend to be unconscious, but he's actually not. And that's how he... Tries oh, to, to break that out.
1: Was so satisfying.
0: Oh yeah, it was pretty intense. Um, and then like the whole time, like you think the girlfriend's good and on his side, and not knowing what the family's doing, and, and then at the end, she's crazy, and she's yep. actually luring all these black men into into the family. Oh, and a woman. Oh yes, and yeah, a woman. I remember. Yeah. It's 2019, or well, it yeah. wasn't then when it came out, but mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's honestly a really good movie. Yeah, mm. such a great twist at the end. Um, and white people be crazy. Mm. Sorry for ruining it for you, Jim. Rich white people. That's fine. Mm. I think it's, yeah. I think I've
2: had it ruined by like YouTube, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, like but, I was I was filling with the the broad strokes of the plot.
1: But yeah, the way they explain the whole process is just you know so creepy and like it makes it so realistic. Yeah. So there's like three stages, there's the hypnosis to make them highly suggestible and put them in the sunken place, and then there's the pre-op where they explain the whole process to him and how he's going to be a passenger, and like meeting the person he's he's going to be um, transplanted with. Sharing a mind and body yep, with. Yeah, sharing a mind and body with. And then the last part is actually replacing most of his brain so that that person can use his body. Cool. Yeah. That's they creepy have as to keep, fuck. Yeah, yeah, they you have should to definitely keep, watch yeah. it. It's it's
0: definitely yep. worth a watch. Yeah, definitely.
1: Okay. It's on my list of things to watch. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Um, but how does it rate as a, like a world domination plan? Because I feel like if only one person has this ability to transfer minds, I don't know if it's the greatest world domination plan. Yeah. Or th- though it is a really good way to like perpetuate power, which is, I guess, the metaphor that it's going for.
0: Yeah. Like, look, as a movie and as as a plan, like it's it's pretty insane. Insane and um pretty pretty good. But yeah, as a world well, domination thing, I don't really know. It's a slow burner mm, in that regard. Slow burner. One One at a time.
2: Yeah. Although, you know, like I said, as, you know, a metaphor, white people using black people's bodies to perpetuate wealth and power across time, you know, (laughs) that one's on the, you know, that one's on the money. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So welcome back, everyone who is joining us from the halcyon days of (laughs) pre-spoiler. Next one on our list is Inception and not to like get into it before we actually talk about the movie but i feel i feel like this one has the same christopher nolan problem of being too complicated as like batman begins
0: i still have no idea what happened in inception and i've watched it at least 6 times okay <laughs> like i do but i don't like the plot of this movie is
2: it's the not too distant future there's a new technology being developed that lets you share dreams with people so you can go into somebody else's dream and they can come come into yours as long as you're connected by this special machine and leonardo dicaprio's character runs this company where he can he can go into people's dreams and extract information from them that they wouldn't give up normally. So it's like kind of a more subtle way of doing what MK Ultra was trying to do. So like he goes into people's dreams, pokes around in their subconscious, and then tries to find like, you know, the combination to the safe or whatever and there's a bunch of different ways you can do this you can like look at subconscious cues in the the person's dreams or you can go up to the representation of that person in their dream and ask them for the combination for example and because it's a kind of an arms race he also can do the opposite where he trains your brain to stop this sort of attack but the main plot of the movie is he's given a new task to what's called incept someone, which is to convince somebody that something is real when that thing hasn't happened. Uh, and the thing that he's trying... He's trying to convince someone to hand over their company to someone else. And he says that that can't be done because you can't... It's very difficult to convince someone of something that they don't believe, which is basically what MK Ultra found. Yeah. And so the plot of the movie is them going into deeper and deeper levels of dreams. So like going into dreams within dreams to try and get deeper into this person's subconscious to convince them that they need to give over their company to someone else.
0: Which is just insane, but yeah, it's I mean, it's a clever concept, but crazy.
2: Yeah. But I feel like this has the opposite effect of get out. Like you're only really affecting one person, but you can do quite a lot of damage by affecting that one person.
0: 100%. Like if you
2: could incept Trump, you could convince him to not be a total shithead.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know. You'd have to go pretty deep, though. Yeah.
1: He's so off, I think he's already incepted.
0: <laughs> Some stoner <laughs> kid's just, like, totally incepted him. But my, my question for you, Jim, is at the end, is he a, in a dream? Is he, a, like, what's going on? Well, the, come on. There's a, there's
2: a running subplot throughout the movie that if you go too deep into a dream, you end up in this place called Limbo, where nothing makes sense and you go crazy. Yep. And the backstory to Leo's character is that him and his wife uh once ended up in limbo, and they they eventually found their way out, but they couldn't be sure of if anything was real or a dream anymore. And his wife became so convinced that nothing was real that she killed herself.
0: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah.
1: And
2: The end of the movie, Leo goes into limbo again to rescue the person who they're trying to incept because he, like, they fucked up. Done fucked up. He has to go into limbo to find the person, and he comes out again at the other end, and... (sighs) This movie is so complicated. But is he awake or is he asleep? <laughs> Another running theme of the movie is that you have these things called a totem that you carry on you in the real world to let you know that, that you're in the real world. So Leo's version of this is a spinning top. And he knows if he can, because there's like matrix rules, if he can keep the top spinning in the dream world, then he knows he's in a dream. But if, the, if he can't keep it spinning and the top topples over, then he knows he's in the real world. And the movie ends with the top spinning. Oh, okay. Is he,
0: or is he not? (laughs) Um, That is my question, Jim.
2: Are you ready? Are you ready to breathe a sigh of relief? Yeah. The very end of the credits ends with a little tinkling noise as the top falls over.
0: Oh, thank God. How have I never known that?
2: I should watch this. Have you not seen this movie, Ken?
0: I have not seen it. It's really good. It is a great film. It's
2: very complicated, Mm -hmm. but it's very good.
0: Look, so, I got most of that. I just didn't know at the end. I It was just frustrating me for however many years since it's come out, whether it was, and I guess not enough that I actually Googled, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I, I think it's, I really like the idea of it. So I give it a thumbs up. I think the whole, yeah, the whole concept of it, I really like. Yeah
2: the two ways that you could that you can use the technology for either to like extract information from someone yep. or in rare circumstances to convince somebody else yep. of something is you know fantastic idea for dominating the world
0: yeah for sure thumbs up no yeah yep. definite thumbs yep. up cool
1: all uh, right so Ken next one's on you next movie we're talking about is shallow how uh, this one's a bit more uh, lighthearted a comedy, and it's about um, a young man named Hao, who, uh, at the start of the movie, he... He's quite shallow. Yeah, he, he's quite shallow. You know, he uh, he was influenced by his uh, father when he... Penis. Um, penis! He's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, when his dad passed away, he told him to um, find an attractive lady and only, you know, and basically only to focus on... Uh, how she looks and appearances. So, throughout uh, Howe's adulthood, he's only been looking for uh, very attractive, good-looking ladies um, to try and court with. That's
0: a polite way to put it.
1: But, you know, this hasn't really gone well for him, and, uh, you know, he's he hasn't really met any quality people, and or, or they don't like him because he's too shallow. Uh, one day he um, runs into uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins? A...
0: Who the fuck is Tony Robbins? Don't you know who Tony Robbins is? I probably do. He's like but... a he's a corporate guy, but he's like a motivational speaker and stuff too. I'm pretty sure he was like here last year in Australia and had a few uh, shows. No, I don't know
1: who
2: that is. Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah. Tony Robbins was playing himself in the movie, so he was like still a self-help guy.
2: <laughs> Fucking rad.
1: You know? Yeah, it was really cool. And uh, they he got stuck in um how got stuck in an elevator with Tony Robbins, and uh, they had a good talk about Hal's uh, lifestyle and that uh, he was very shallow, and he ended up hypnotizing him and changed his perception of the world so that he can only see the inside of uh, people. Gross. Phrasing, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he can only see inner beauty. Uh, from uh, that, that, that makes point more onwards sense. yes yes yeah. yes so basically uh people with a good heart he'll see as like the most attractive people in the world and people with bad personality he'll see as like you know the most hideous people in the world cool yeah the complete change of perception the way they've the way they like film this was very interesting like you know that what like yeah yeah one shot it's like oh she's really attractive and the next shot she's like 300 pounds
0: that's still beautiful too Ken yep <laughs> We're not fat shaming.
1: Well, yes, we are not fat shaming.
0: If you want a beach body, you go to the beach with your body. That's a beach body. Who plays the girl? Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow. Does she play? Yeah, she plays. She plays both. She's got okay. a fat suit on. Cool. Yep. <laughs> She's like an
2: Oscar-nominated actress. That must have been hilarious.
0: Oh yeah, no, it's actually a re- it's actually a good movie. Yeah, okay. very wholesome. I, th- I think it is, and it, I like the, the story behind it mm. because he eventually realises that he has been hypnotised that whatever Tony Robbins said to him actually works, so he tracks him down.
2: Ah, uh, so he doesn't know.
0: So he doesn't know that it's actually worked. He thinks mm-hmm. he's dating, like, the hottest girl ever, and, you know, she's fantastic, and, you know, like, she, she'll she break a bench in, the, in a... In a restaurant and he'll be like what this thing's made out of whatever where she's just like no it happens all the time <laughs> and so eventually he tracks down tony robbins to take it off him or his friend does oh yeah he friends, um, his, his friend his friend does, does. um takes it off him and then he doesn't recognize this gwyneth paltrow that he's fallen in love with and then he starts to realize that actually you know what who gives a shit about what she looks like you know he did love her cute such a wonderful ending yeah
2: you know it's funny do you know how gwyneth paltrow's imdb page begins the first sentence on her IMDb page is a tall, wafer-thin, delicate beauty.
1: Wow. <laughs>
2: to be described like
0: that, eh? Oh, wow. Yeah, a
1: tall, wafer-thin, delicate beauty.
2: That's the goal.
0: <laughs> Basically, is not Tony Robbins taking over the world? <laughs> yeah, you
2: know, it's not the greatest plan for taking over the world, but it's a nice plan.
0: Oh, I think it's a nice, wholesome plan mm-hmm. yeah. of, Very you know, wholesome. everybody just seeing everybody for what they truly are. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for that. Yeah, yeah very I'll, gi- I'll give very this a nice. thumbs up.
2: Yeah. Thumbs up from me as well. <laughs> so the next two movies on our list are Clockwork Orange and 1984. And they both deal with a similar kind of authoritarian state trying to stop the kinds of things that you're allowed to think. Right. So A Clockwork Orange, also set in a kind of near future. I think it's set in the UK. Um, yeah. But yeah. set in the UK, but people in this... Uh, like youths in this future are kind of just unruly and just kind of do whatever they want and the main character and his friends just kind of roam around town doing what they call ultra-violence which is just like beating up and raping whoever they feel like Um, and eventually they get caught and the main character I want to say Alex yep um, Alex is forced to sit in front of this machine that displays just horrible horrible things to him and conditions him to never want to do those things ever again i
0: feel like did it force him or did he choose it because it was going to really um shorten his um, yeah he he goes to
2: prison and he's given the option to do this experimental treatment and get out early yeah but he he just thinks it's like oh yeah sure what they're gonna show me some movies yeah sure whatever mate yeah
0: (laughs) whatever
1: (laughs) why is he bogan
2: It basically brainwashes him to the point where he can't engage in any of the things that he used to get joy out of, like, ultraviolence. Like, if he tries to engage in that again, he gets horribly sick and, like, you know, vomits and whatever and, like, can't move. Yeah. And, like, has to go out into the real world and, like, try and readjust to life without being able to do any of the things that he used to be able to do.
0: Like a normal person.
2: Yeah, like a normal person. And to him, that is just the greatest hell. Yeah. But to us, it's like, what? That's life, man. Yeah. And then 1984, not exactly the same, but it's it, it set in 1984, which, oh, you know, was, was the not too distant future in the 40s when it was written. And it's set... It, it's also set in, in England. But what do they call it? They call it... Hang on. I gotta look this up. Yeah. It's called Airstrip One. And basically there's three big warring nations, Eurasia, East Asia, and Oceania. And basically they're, they're always at war or they always appear to be at war with one another. Because there's you don't ever see outside of England, but you're led to believe that, well, sorry, the narrator, like the main character who's, who relays the story, leads you to believe that these three big... Nations are always at war, but you can,
1: you can never know for sure
2: because the government is just constantly misleading people. Classic government.
1: There is no war inside the wars of Ba Sing Se,
2: and so the government is just constantly putting out misinformation and changing their story. But because nobody can question it, everybody just kinds of believes it. Right. And you basically just like truth changes from day to day. Mm. Um, and it even gets to the point where they they come up with a new language called Ingsoc, where Even, like, the kind of thought you can have is limited by the language.
0: Oh, wow. Wow, okay.
2: Yeah, because the language is so simplistic that, like, different classes of people have access to different parts of the language. Wow. Interesting. And so, like, the the concepts that you can conceive are limited by the language itself.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
2: So, like, there wouldn't be a word for revolution or whatever.
0: Wow, all right. Damn. Crazy. Yeah, it's a messed up shit. yep. I like so if we're rating each of them individually, I guess, but i I think from Clockwork orange it's an it's an interesting idea, and I actually quite like it. I think if we had something like that, that'd be great, and what a different world we would be living in. Hmm. To think that something like that could be possible, so I give that one a a thumbs up. But are we like, is it still right to take away his freedom to do that? It's illegal. He's going around like brutally raping people. Yes, let's take away his freedom to do that. (laughs) At least he's like in in his like for here. I
2: I agree with you in theory that like like people shouldn't be doing that. But is brainwashing him to the point where he is physically incapable of doing that. Um, is that mm, the right yes. thing to do?
1: Oh, I guess, I, I know what you mean, Jim. It's probably, like, you, like, you're saying it's probably more humane to just stick him in a prison mm. than to change him as a... That's the thing, yeah. like, I don't have an answer to that.
0: Mm. Look, I, part of me is like, no he should get the bloody lethal injection. Let's not use our taxpayers' dollars to, to keep him in prison. But I like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it's a, it's an interesting idea and that's why I give it a thumbs up. But I, 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 I do see what you're saying. And I think it depends on to what extreme they go to with brainwashing them if that makes sense mm. like is it literally just the ultra violent ones or is it like absolutely everything like or oh, accidentally i don't know accidentally stole a pack of gum or something like that do you know what i mean like do you know what i mean like it depends on the the level of of what they do it mm. but people like him i mean the ultra violent things that he was doing just kill him like we don't need people like that i don't even care about if we rehabilitate him bye mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's a show <laughs> everyone. Um
2: yeah and like i think 1984 it's a better plan yeah as such because like the problem i think we'd have with 1984 is that even though like some people like like you, Emma are for it i imagine there would be like some opposition to it and it would be hard to like get that oh, past yeah, for sure but if you're in a society like the one in 1984 and your ability to think is limited by the language that the state has created oh yeah that's a bit
0: much <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that's a bit much. At least a clockwork orange is just like the people that are ultra violent and stuff like that. Whereas 1984 is yeah. just everybody and based on class and things like that, because it would really limit people as to what they could achieve in life. Hmm. But in terms of taking over the world, they're both top notch, if you ask me. Yeah. Don't let your dreams be yeah. dreams, people. <laughs>
2: yeah. And there's, there's so many other things in 1984 that I'm not even yeah. going to go into. But like the brainwashing part is the part that we want to yep. go into. Cool.
1: Okay, let's move on to domination formulation.
2: Um, So we're going to run through our plans of how we would use the thing to take over the world. But we we decided to come up with like some ground rules before we do this. Because we thought it might be a little bit open-ended to just say use mind control to take over the world. So for our plans, we're only able to brainwash or mind control one person. Or to control one thing that all people do. So like you could make all people poop at the same time. Like that sort of thing. (laughs)
1: whole
0: <laughs> series system. You, you use
2: that example
1: every time. It's just such a good it's example. It's so dangerous. There's only so many
2: bathrooms. You can make everyone sneeze at the same time. And how would you use that to take over the world? Make them all point in the same direction. Mhm. And speed up the rotation of the earth. Is that what you're going for? Yes. yes. And again. again. I gotta Faster. Faster. Alright, boys. M- moving on. Uh,
0: moving on. Come on. Okay. So, what's your
1: plan, Ken? My plan involving mind control has to do with... Um, Uh,
0: Empathy.
1: (laughs) So uh, I was inspired by uh, Shallow How by Tony Robbins to change people's perception of things.
0: Thanks, Tony Robbins. Thanks, Tony Robbins. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Improved my life already. Uh, so, my plan evolves uh, slowly um, increasing people's sensitivity to empathy until world peace or hive mind is achieved.
2: <laughs> I really it's like so this wholesome. It's
1: really sweet. So, wholesome, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, guys.
2: <laughs> Going to take over the and making everyone very nice to mm-hmm. one another.
1: Exactly. I want everyone to know that uh, everyone needs love and that we should uh, live happily ever after.
2: I really like your plan, Ken. Thank you, thank you. It's very wholesome.
1: I don't have anything to add to this
2: one. I think it's a really oh, good plan. Thank like,
0: okay, but uh, so I guess is is the plan to create world peace? Is that what your plan is? Is that, is that to you what dominating the world is? Yep,
1: that would be the end goal. Like, you know, my So you don't need to be peace. on
0: top or anything like that. It's just, just world peace. Mm-hmm. Is this your Miss World speech that all you want is world peace? All
2: you want is world peace, except for you. You just become that angriest person on the planet by default.
1: <laughs> Stomps on the floor all the time. Ah, throwing tantrums. And people are like, ah, that guy needs help. And then yeah. they'll come and help me. And then they'll do whatever they want, whatever you want for. Exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah right. I'm mm-hmm. up for it. Okay, cool. I like exactly. this planking. So
1: I think everyone will think that all of my actions are understandable and that they will just follow my whims.
0: whims. Cool. Cool, cool, cool.
1: Yeah. But to um, make sure that uh, things bad don't happen, I'm going to make sure like I've got some like-minded, nice people to join in on the little empathy circle first. And then like Mm -hmm. slowly increase that radius until like I can assimilate
0: everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Crank it to 11, Ken. Yes. And that is my plan. Good plan, Ken. I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Jim, what's your, what's your
2: plan? So I have chosen the person route. I'm going to troll one particular person. And that particular person is a man called Michael S. Rogers. Now, have either of you heard of this person before? Have no. not. Mm. Who's that? <laughs> he just so happens to be the head of the national security agency in the USA. Of course he is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. Um, And by bringing this person under my control, I can basically get any piece of information or kill any person I want to. Wow. This is dangerous. Yeah. Right. You've clearly
0: thought this one through.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I, you know, in theory, I control all of the US's national security infrastructure. I control basically the internet.
1: Oh no. Throwback to episode two.
2: Yeah. And can basically like get any piece of information I want and also control their spies to in theory, kill anyone that disagrees with me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, like I like this plan. I like.
2: I so, like this plan too. So evil. It's nothing personal, Mister Rogers.
0: Yeah, but what happens if, like,
2: the rest of the world? Well, this is the beauty. This is why I didn't pick like Donald Trump. Is you want someone that nobody's ever heard about, but who is secretly really, really, really powerful.
1: Oh, that's why you asked us if we've heard of this guy before. Yeah. But- But it is like if
0: if you're then like, you know, attacking whatever, they're gonna figure out where it's coming from, at least it's from the US. What's what's to stop the rest of the world just ganging up and Jim would take out the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well done, Jim (laughs) (laughs) It's foolproof. Right. Okay. So what's your plan, Emma? So I went both routes tonight, so I've got I've got a couple of plans and I'll go through them pretty quick. Both? It's greedy. Look, but okay. So one plan is my actual plan, and the other plan is just something that I really want to happen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and uh, and and you will figure out which one's which. No, um. So my original plan, I then realised, doesn't actually help take over the world. It just helps to make my world better. <laughs> really,
1: take over your world
0: is basically so. As as a lot of people know, I'm a bit of a Henry Cavill fan. No, Yeah, no, it's 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 shocking. <laughs> It's shocking, aren't it? <laughs> so my plan is to, as far as taking the, the one person route, is to um, mind control some Hollywood big buck producer or something like that. Get him to create a, a, a movie um, that's filmed on a deserted island that's, you know, not super deserted, but like it's pretty fancy. Some rich person probably owns it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty of those around. And, uh, you know, cast myself in, with my incredible acting skills and Henry Cavill. And, you know, he's going to put us on this island to kind of get to know each other. And then we're basically going to be abandoned. And during this time, <laughs> Henry and I will fall in love. <laughs> you know what? Then he's going to, and then he's eventually, he's going to be like, you know what? I, you know, we fell in love on this island. I need to own this island and I will buy it for you. But he'll say it with a beautiful British accent. And uh, we will raise uh, three, three kids on that island. Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's so many more steps than I thought to reach that ending. Uh anyway, so that's that's the plan that I want to happen.
1: So that's a take over the world plan, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. My my world and his world. But I, didn't wanna, I didn't want to um, <laughs> I didn't want to mind control him. I didn't want to mind control him because I want him to fall in love with me for realsies. I mean Aww. it's the same it's the same thing with extra steps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he won't no, but it's not he's it's not Stockholm Syndrome. He's just going to realise that, you know, in, we wouldn't have found each other any other way. Anyway, whatever. That's the other plan. Doesn't matter. The one that I'm talking about <laughs> that I'm putting up for, for voting tonight is um, kind of, I guess, kind of similar, similar to Ken's in a way. But mine is instead of empathy, using um, honesty. So basically people around me, I can turn on if I, if I want them to be telling the truth and things like that. So obviously find out people's deepest, darkest secrets and use it against them. Ooh. So I then mm. could work my way into different places, kind of work my way up the ladder by blackmailing people, et cetera, et cetera and then eventually work my way to the top. top. And, uh, yeah.
2: No, 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 you don't want to hire Gavin. He secretly fucks horses. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Good
0: one, Gav. Uh, but, yeah, that's my that's my actual plan, but uh, the first plan sounds... At least he's very stable. Like <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> 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 gavin but yes yeah, so that's 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 my plan i feel like you would learn so much that way and if it's you know i'm obviously controlling other people i'm immune to it so therefore i will be able to get my way through things without people knowing things about me
2: but is it is it just you can everyone else in the world tell whether everyone else is being honest
0: i think it's more of a like a I can make people be honest. It, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, okay. Yeah, that's, so, a mu- that's much better. That's yeah, a much so, better Yeah, so, they're, they're, so it's not just like everybody all of a sudden in the world is honest, but it's more like, you know, if there's somebody talking over there, I can kind of like look at them and be like, you're going to tell the truth right now. And like, you know, if they of course. conversation. <laughs> Zone of Gavin, truth. Gavin, this is the first date. That's inappropriate. <laughs> But, you know, like, you know, so things like that. So if I see them or if I... I'm kind of picturing that all I need to do is visually see them. So I'm thinking, like, if there's, like, a news anchor on the TV or something, I, if I can physically see them, I don't have to be in the same vicinity as them. But if I can see them, then I can get them to... And that's, yeah. Oh, that's messed okay. up.
1: Yeah. That's so evil. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I'm inclined to give it to Ken this week just because I... I, I just... I love how wholesome his plan is. Aw, thank you.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh. Ken, who are you awarding your vote to today? Oh, oh, this one's tough. Oh, in one case, as Henry Cavill. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, sorry, that one doesn't really get my vote. But oh, damn! One you can get like truth out of everyone, which is awesome. Which is awesome. It's such a good personal power to have. And then the other one, drone strike. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, I would say, oh, in terms of like. Great power, I would give it to Emma. But in terms of taking over the world, I give it to Jim. So who's your vote for, Ken? Uh, I'll go for you, Jim. Yes, uh, to take over the world. Oh, no. All right, Emma, deciding vote.
0: Oh no, <laughs> I actually don't know. Hey. Um, they're so different. I think. Let your hate flow through you. Oh yes, my God. Seriously, you I was stronger. actually thinking. I was like, I kind of want to vote for Ken's and I was like, no, it's it's not. It's not me. It's too wholesome. <laughs> So, I feel like I'm going to go with, with Jim. Yes!
2: Yeah. Jim Congra- Congratulations, Jim. Congratulations, Although I, do, Jim. I do feel like
0: if I was actually able to vote, I would have voted for myself. I would have voted for myself.
2: You Please. can't hear it now, but the song Carmen is playing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, congratulations, Jim. Thank congratulations. you. Thank you. You won the last episode for the season. Yay! Woo. I would
2: also like... I, I'm, I am sad yours didn't win, Ken. I really liked your play. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a good plan. It was just two good plans all around, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially that Henry Cavill one.
2: Yeah, especially that one. Oh, oh, uh, it just seems like slavery with (laughs) extra steps.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's called love, Jim. You wouldn't understand
2: welcome to the end of season one listeners i think we're going to take a tiny bit of a break between seasons one and two we'll see you all again in the first half of september
0: is that going to be right before um area 51 is stormed yeah it is we will be we will be with you friends before area 51 is stormed. <laughs> oh, <spirit>, my- <laughs>
2: to be clear we will not be near 51 no so how do you think season one has gone you guys
0: um, I feel it's been it's been a great season. I've I've uh, there's been lots of laughs, a few tears. Yeah, this has been it's been a lot of fun. Thanks for doing this with yeah. you guys. No, it's been yeah. good. Oh, thank I'm you. looking I'm real. looking forward to to what season two will will have in store. I think we're gonna we're not gonna give any spoilers away, friends. But uh, I think we're gonna mix things up a little bit next season and. Mm. Um, and hopefully everybody enjoys it
2: suffice it to say listeners um we're probably going to be changing things up a little bit for next season it's not going to be a completely different show got to keep it fresh for our peeps yeah but you know probably going to be some small changes for next season yeah yeah i've I've been really happy with how this season's gone yeah it's been a a fun learning curve learning how to edit these and you know get these all done
0: it's been a it's been a great great season one i feel like we've done a pretty good job and i'm excited what about what season two is going to have in store for us i think yeah as we said we're going to mix things up a little bit but still keeping with the with the world domination theme and let's see what season two brings
2: just like we may not like at the end of season two we may not decide that that's the right way to go we might revert back who knows Mm -hmm. yeah yeah you know this is still a fun side project for us and we want to experiment a little bit yeah um but if there's anything that you wanted to suggest to us on you know something for us to talk about or the way we talk about things um, feel free to leave us a voicemail or shoot us an email
0: and do it because we will, we will listen, and we will yeah. talk about you on our pod. I,
2: I check that email every other day or
1: so, and it's really depressing that
2: there's never anything
1: in there. <laughs> and if you like it, tell your mum. I did that already. <laughs> she, she doesn't want to listen to it.
0: Oh, my mum does. <laughs> my mum does.
1: Ah, oh, I don't know if I'm biased, but I, I, I've been listening to every episode, and they're, they're getting more and more fun each time. You know, we're really polishing it up a little bit and bit bit bit.
0: Yeah, I'm finding that I'm I'm a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Now, like, just kind of just happy to chat, whereas before I was like, oh my god, I need to. Do it. And it's like, yes, I did research on what you know what the things were, but it was kind of just like, oh, I can't yeah. Just and talk. that's basically the learning curve yeah. for this sort of thing.
1: I've also learned a lot. Like, think you know, I would never come across like things like Patty Hearst or the Manson family if I if I didn't do this podcast. So. Oh
0: really? Have you not heard of the Manson family?
1: No, no. Oh. I've heard of Charles Manson, but I didn't know he was a bad person.
0: Oh. No, he's he's a terrible person.
2: <laughs> well, thanks for listening to us, everyone. Like we said, we're probably going to take uh, about a month's break or so before we come back. We'll be very excited to see you all then. Thanks for a lovely season one. You've all been great, even though I haven't heard anything from any of you. <laughs> I'm not, not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. no. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a finishing blow. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to World Domination. You can find links to all the things we talked about, our other episodes, or leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash domination. If you'd prefer to give us feedback in text form, you can leave us a review on Apple podcasts or email worlddompod at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to tell your mum about it.